Welcome to A Human Perspective. On this episode of A Human Perspective, we have Stane Smet, who is a global customer success manager at Silverfin. We both work at the same company. We've actually had very informal, short conversations around Pride Month, and I thought it would be a great idea to actually get him on the podcast and to explore, you know, his feelings around Pride Month a little bit more. So, Stino, welcome to A Human Perspective. Well, thank you for having me. It's my first podcast ever. Uh, I'm a big fan of your podcast, uh, like I already told you uh, in the past. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. So thank you so much for inviting me. Brilliant. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I thought it would be good to start with your LinkedIn post. Yeah. A few weeks ago, at the beginning of Pride Month, you posted a very moving post about your feelings around Pride Month and your identity as a, a gay man as well, and being open in general. Um, what inspired you to be so open? Because in, in, in the past, when I was like 16, 17, freshly out of the mm-hmm. closet, um, I was making sure it wasn't like on my face or I had a label that I was gay. And I was also a bit reluctant to the whole pride because when I was watching news with my parents and there was some section about pride, personal pride, I can always see my father and my mother looking at the screen like, I'm so glad my son is dancing with feathers or... Yeah, and that struck me a bit like, okay, I I need to be the straightest gay I can be as possible. Yeah. And then over the years, when I got more educated, because, yeah, I I created my own identity, my own voice. I went to college, stuff like that. And then I got into touch with, yeah, different kind of people who were, like, open, who were proud. Uh, to be gay and two years ago I went to the World Pride in New York and that was amazing that was well it was by accident because it was a it was a family trip to New York and World Pride right. happened <laughs> to, to be just in that weekend we went and then I, I think it also opened my my parents eyes because they also saw the love and all the stuff around it and we also went to Stonewall yeah. um not Amazing. that day of World Pride, but we we went and then they educated themselves also. And then it opened my eyes. I'm proud to be me. I get to be me. Uh, and then yeah. all my, my vision around Pride, yeah, it's shifted completely. And it's not always yeah. about feathers or glitter. <laughs> exactly. I just found the post so bold because you do speak about stereotypes that are potentially out there. Even if you within yourself feel these stereotypes exist, you're constantly conscious of that. And it does impact the moves that you make or how much you tell people, because you just wonder, am I getting judged a little bit more than the next person? One thing that you touched on, for instance, is being loud and flamboyant, and that being a stereotypical trope of being a gay man. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel that is a stereotype? I do think whenever you watch the TV and we're being stigmatized like that, whenever you watch a sitcom or a series on Netflix or 
just watch at the news. It's like whenever they portray someone of the LGBTQ community, otherwise, if it's a gay man, it's like completely over the top and hey, sis, hey, girl, stuff like that. And, yeah. and when they portray yeah. a lesbian woman, for example, it's yeah. like the most butch male character yeah. you can find it's a human reaction i think it's with everything like yeah. whenever you got a portrayal of some of something you always get to yeah think like okay he must be like that or she must be like that and i think it's the same maybe with yeah. you like the yes. angry black woman for example i know exactly I, I don't know if that's a touchy subject but it's like the same like oh she is she has that color so she yes. must be all the time angry for example Exactly. No, and I, and I think you've hit a huge nail on the head in that the media has built up perceptions. So people feel they know and understand other people based on what the news has selected to show them, based on what movies have selected to show them, even based on movies that are promoted within black culture itself as well. You know, all these things shape what people believe. They think they know where you're coming from. And it's just so interesting, you know, you know, for myself personally, you know, one of the reasons why I have a podcast is because I'm quite opinionated. Um, and for whatever reason, that is seen as a problem. I don't know. It, it sometimes feels like you're not expected to have a functioning brain and you're not expected to be able to communicate effectively as a black person. It does really hinder the way you interact with people, how confident you are being open with people because you just automatically feel you're being judged. You know, mm -hmm. even in facial expressions, when you speak or how you speak, you know, people are automatically making judgments about you. Yeah, it's just really interesting. This also shapes... It's shaped our idea on what love is, mm -hmm. the form in which love comes, right? We're used to seeing a heterosexual male and female. We're used to seeing love appearing in a specific color, um, you know, size, etc. And it does impact what we feel is good, bad, right, wrong, um, attractive or not. Um, and so how do you have validity with all these images swirling around in your head how can you feel comfortable knowing that it's not portrayed as the norm yeah totally because whenever you look also at the media whenever they portray like a gay couple it's like shirtless always like <laughs> almost like maybe not porn-ish and when, yeah like it's 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 crazy a gay couple can also be normal yeah normal job educated yes there can be depth. Let's think about it. I mean, if you look at Fifty Shades, for instance, and you look at the Christian Grey character, you never see or you rarely see a character like that that is gay. You don't yeah. see this strong alpha male, but they are actually gay mm -hmm. and very confidently owning and being a lead person in the movie. You just don't see that. No. Maybe in those indie movies where are, that are really, really great, but they, they don't see the light of day. They don't, you don't, you won't see them in like those big uh, cinemas. You won't see them on TV. And if you see them on TV, they're like past midnight because who the children might see. Uh, like, it's the same like with Hungary, for example, right now. Like, yeah nothing about 
LGBTQ community can ever be shown yeah. in schools and public places and in places where where children are like present and that just blows yeah. my mind like a, like a country of the European Union and not even that yeah. deep into like Europe yes. it's like central yes. Europe almost Czech Republic mm. for example Czech Republic is also a yeah. really open in its gay culture yeah. and then you have Hungary like yeah. I do recall that I went to Budapest like a couple of years ago yes. and I yeah. didn't feel like unsafe. I felt really safe. Yeah. And now just like when you get that news. Just it's, like it's, that. It's, exactly. It's, and I think it just goes to show you that actually quite often the issue is not the people. The mm-hmm. issue is the people in power. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, we, we saw the impact of Trump in the US, for instance, where people just became a lot more aggressive mm-hmm. towards, you know, the LGBTQ plus community, um, towards, you know, the African-American community, etc. And it's because as soon as you allow that type of thinking, it flourishes. And I think mm-hmm. that's the scary thing where actually Hungary is a great country. And I'm, and I'm sure I mm-hmm. haven't been myself, but just based on what you've said, I'm sure the people are very easygoing. But mm-hmm. now this type of legislation creates a divide and what you're trying to do is invalidate a a subset of people um and the fact is um you know homosexuality has existed since the beginning of time so you can't eradicate it purely through omitting that fact from education indeed you're based in Ghent in Belgium. Mm-hmm. What have you found the differences to be when it comes to actually being gay in London? What differences have you seen? First impressions more open in, in the UK instead of Belgium. I yeah. think in Belgium we are a bit more, or well, a bit, a lot more reserved yeah. when it comes to public affection. When you walk around the streets of London, you see really fearless people. Mm. And I don't know if maybe it's a bit more populated than Ghent, for example. Uh, mm. But in the streets of Ghent, you won't see showing of, uh, of affection between two guys. And you do have yeah. that in, in London. I don't know. I think we're a bit more reserved. Yeah, because the interesting thing is after the Netherlands, Belgium was actually the second country to legalize same-sex marriage. So knowing that, it's strange people would then be uncomfortable actually showing affection in public. But is that with heterosexual couples as well? Or do you feel it's fine for heterosexual couples, but with, you know, for others, not so much? It's fine for heterosexual couples. Interesting. There is a lot of false acceptance. In Belgium, mm. there is a mm. lot of false acceptance. People say they're fine with it, but they are actually yeah. aren't fine with it. To give like a perfect example, and I will refer back to my father. Like, I have a lot of respect yeah. for him, and maybe mm. I would. What I'm going to say is maybe a bit contradictory what I said before, but yeah. I will not show my love for my boyfriend whenever we're at my parents or in the presence of my parents. Like I okay because my father says he's okay with it but in the past we had an issue when i just put my hand on my knee of my boyfriend and he was like disgusted by it so he said he is fine with it but he 
isn't yeah. fine with it. Like, and that's what I mean by false acceptance. If we do a survey, like ask around on the street, do you have problem with gay people or do you? And most of the time they would say like, yeah, no, they're also human. And also there is a lot of false acceptance. And for my father, and indeed, I had a discussion with Greet, with Greet, you know her as mm, well, mm. Um, two weeks yes, ago. Yeah. Also about pride. And I was like, yeah, but I don't really show affection. I'm proud of who I am, but I don't mm. really show affection whenever I'm with my parents. And she was like, yeah. but then you aren't proud to be gay. You hide yourself. So what's the deal with being open, but hiding yourself for your parents? They say they love you, so they have to accept you. Yeah. And yeah. I, I honestly didn't have an answer for that. I always yeah. hide behind the fact that I have respect for my parents. And then she yes, was like, yeah, yeah but they yeah. have to respect you as well. Coming back to that point of false acceptance, like how yeah. are we accepted in the world today? Like, and I think it's with every minority, like we say or yeah. like we, it's people so will true. do um, the, the movements and will go on the streets and will hold your hand yeah. and will write yeah. posts like I'm standing with you, but like how in the end will you stand with me or is it yeah. just for... Yeah like the likes and and how you are perceived exactly. by your friends or on social yeah. media like are you though and it's the same yeah. for me like i write at linkedin post and and that's why there was a conversation going i've written that linkedin post but am i proud yeah am i open mm. as i say i am like because yeah. i 100 percent, i'm not because i'm, I'm a bit back in the closet when I'm with my parents mm. or fly or like yeah. I diminish myself whenever I'm in a group with a lot of straight men, for example. Okay. So yeah. am I that, pr I am proud. I am that proud, but am I that open? Mm. I think the tricky thing is for people that aren't, that aren't experiencing, you know, what you're experiencing. Same for me as well is there's this line between, um, because there's a lot of ignorance, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm super ignorant. You know, you only know what you know. Mm -hmm. So there's this line between, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely supportive, but what does that mean? Mm -hmm. um, what do I actually proactively do in order to show my support? And the reality is nothing. Mm -hmm. Even when it comes to conversations on being a black person, I refrain from all the way, <laughs> especially yeah. on public platforms. I try my best to not say anything. But why? Because we because are proud I think, and open. Yeah. So. I think it's because I feel people are looking to put you in a box. Mm -hmm. People are always looking to categorize you. I, I just worry that I'm going to look like some black Xena warrior princess. And I also have to work at being approachable. When, you're, when you have this label, you have to make people feel comfortable with you. So mm -hmm. I have to do work constantly so that people feel like I'm you. approachable. I'm human. I think people, you know, I genuinely do sometimes think they forget there's a human being there, right? Yeah, so totally. it, it does require work. You're spending half your time just trying to get people to understand you as a human being mm -hmm. to then start to focus on those topics. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, it just requires another level of energy. I respect everyone that's able to do it. I'm just not quite there yet. Yeah. I'm just not quite there yet. And I think 
to be honest, I've also grown up with this mindset that, okay, you can have this idea about black people, mm-hmm. but I'm going to push myself into your space so that you see me as an individual. I want you to see me as an individual and I want you to value me as an individual first. Totally, totally understand. I'm like, I'm staying, not staying the yes. guy. Like, exactly. That's also something I wear with pride. I don't wear the label. Yeah. I wear myself. I, I'm staying yeah. your Lola. Like we're indeed yeah. individuals. We have our own thoughts, yeah. feelings. We mind. We are human, though. We are not. We're exactly. not a label. Like okay, I I am gay and, and you are black, but that it doesn't yeah. define our. Or, exactly. or being or, or individuality it, it, it doesn't at exactly. all so that's also why I never said really like I'm gay like maybe yeah. this time it's the, 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 the fifth time I ever said it in, in, in my life yeah because wow, it, wow. it doesn't matter like whenever you meet exactly. me and if they say like are you into guys say I have a boyfriend and yeah okay but that doesn't indeed like you, you say like it's you push yourself into into a way like no that doesn't define me like i'm here because we like the same movies or we're into the same music or we're like on the same level when it gets to a certain subject this year for the first time our company recognized pride month we try to not get too involved in anything that's too religious too cultural or any movements and I get why we're just a product and we want our product to stand on its own Mm -hmm. but the fact is you have people behind that product Mm -hmm. and for me it wasn't just about us having rainbow colors because everyone else does actually what we're doing is we're sending a signal to our employees that we see you and there is space for you to be you. I feel that just by recognizing Pride Month, we're recognizing people that would naturally just kind of sit back silently being who they are, but not really feeling like they can be open about who they are. And by just putting the colors out there, and I know we did some internal activities as well, I'm hoping that we just bring validity to people who feel they're not seen. There's something real and concrete behind this. Mm-hmm. It's not just the show, bright colors, and as you mentioned, you know, flamboyance and feathers. No, and, and all that is beautiful too. But yeah, there's, a core, there's a core movement behind this that mm-hmm. impacts people's lives every day. Mm-hmm. Where you put in your post, even just holding your partner's hand, you're not comfortable doing that in public. That's something that I don't even need to think about. And I just thought that just, I literally sat back when I saw that and I thought, whoa. I mean, we, you just, we can't imagine. So I just think it's really important that where we can create space and we can help people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and we can help people see that they matter, Mm -hmm. that they're seen and recognized. I just think it's really important. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk about those topics, then let's make sure that we create the space so that people can. Mm -hmm. And if people don't want to, they don't have to either. Um, But let's just create space. Yeah, and I do think this year, like, you see whenever people participating into the activities you set up. Um, Also, the posts that came into our internal channels, it's 
Yeah. I think the goal is almost met because you see people being open and outspoken uh, about yes. certain areas. Like people, I didn't expect reacting moving. or reaching yeah. out. Um, it was like, whoa, courageous. Um, the post you did, the post another colleague did. It's like, you yeah. so fearless, so brave. And in the end, maybe we shouldn't even use that word fearless or brave. It's like, it should be normal. It should be normalized that you're an, an ally of, of, of our community. You're an ally and yeah. you don't need, have to need to be ashamed of it or, or because we had a conversation, like, should I put it out? Like, I don't yes, want to stop exactly. on anyone's toes or, and, yes. and I saw the post you've written and I think it, and I also said it to you, like, but I wanted people to hear it as well. Like I sat back, I like, cried hysterically because my boyfriend came over me like are you dying and i was like no 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 uh, but like the post was so well thought out it was so well written yeah. it was you chose you've chosen your words like very very carefully and i'm as i'm thinking about it i'm going to tear up again but Aww. just know you like you you've outed yourself as well like i've outed myself yeah a, a gay guy but you've outed yourself also to the world like hey i've educated myself i thought about it i and I yeah. came out as an ally of the community. Like, and that's even something not everyone like does. Like everyone says, Oh, I'm that's, fine with you. You're true. a cool guy. Like I've not a problem but, but whenever they have to speak up, they don't like, and you did. Yes. And even as yourself, as a, as a part of an, of an, another minor, minority community, like you, yeah. you took the chance, you, you thought about it and you, as yeah. I said before, you outed yourself again. Yeah. As because you outed yourself like, hey, I'm I'm this person, and now you're outed yourself and yeah. in another way. So and and yeah. that's maybe also something I want to have the listeners um take into account. Like whenever you say you're fine with it, are you also fine with it to speak up about those subjects? Yes. That's also another part, like, yeah, I'm fine with you, like you're a cool guy or you're a cool girl, like uh I don't yeah. have any problem with your skin color, your um, your sexual orientation. Is but in the end, like, will they stand with you when it gets rough? Exactly. Like, for and even in the last year, now with Hungary or like in 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 the USA, also with 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 George Floyd. Like, okay, are yeah. you with me? You didn't have a problem with me, so are you like advocating with me right now to address the bigger issues? And then exactly. in the end, and that's also again that falls that falls acceptance. Like they, yeah. most of the people won't. I think at the time, the reason why I was procrastinating about the post was because I just felt like, no, this is a time for LGBTQA. QIA plus voices. It's not the time for me to be speaking. It's not necessary. Um, this is this is the moment where people have that elevation to actually amplify what it is that they have to say, whether it's a celebration or to tell a story. This time is for you. We have acceptance, but stand with me. See me. Like in the end, are you with me? Like not only saying that, but fight the fight with me and and that's i think something we need to still get to it people think they're fine with like oh we accepted it let's move on with our life equal rights equal rights but like yeah yeah are you willing to march with me imagine we're in hungary like are you yeah willing to march with me in hungary 
Are you willing yeah. to stand by me? The real fight? Are most people actually ready to do that? No. I would say no. Even are we? Unless it impacts them. Even, uh, exactly. I had to even question myself. Are would we? I go? Yeah. Will we go? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. In my mind, in my body, I was feeling like, yeah, yes, I'd love to. But the reality is, would I really, really go? go you know, my heart may be there, but would I really physically take the actions to go? And that goes back to the to to the beginning of this podcast. Like, are we yeah. that open? Are we mm. that happy with ourselves? Like we say yeah. we do, and we write we do, and in the end, we 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 actually we will do. But like yeah. on certain moments, when it comes to those marches, when it comes to injustice in general, yeah. like will we fight the fight with our allies? And and that's I think something, yeah, that's self-reflecting and and to be completely honest, some of the fights I won't. I think, and some of and I that's will. That's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. But the thing is, we need also those allies. In every community. Yeah, I just hope that, you know, one day these labels just go away and, you know, people are truly free to be themselves and explore their humanity in a real way. Well, Stino, thank you so much for your time. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. Yeah, same. Uh, I wish you very well. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> soon. <laughs> Well, wow. Um, I had so much fun talking to Stino. I actually really had to do heavy editing um, because we spoke for so long. But I hope you enjoyed the conversation just as much as we did. And I look forward to catching up with you again in the next episode. Mm -hmm.